Right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode two of Next Gen Podcast. Today, we are we have a special guest. We have Paddy Ford. Paddy, would you like to introduce yourself? Welcome everyone to the second episode of this podcast. I'm very honoured to be on here today and yeah, super excited to just get into this podcast. It's going to be a great one for you guys. Yeah, we're also joined with Luca. Happy to have you, bro. What's up, boys? Paddy, welcome to the podcast. More than honoured to have you here. Looking looking forward to uh, getting into the details and looking forward to having a great chat with you and getting to know you on a better level. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, right. So our first question is, how is it being a member of Next Generation Network? I think Next Gen Network is generally the place to be, especially if you're under 18 and you're lonely because I've been in that place before when you just think you're the only person in the world with your goals and your mission and yeah, it feels really lonely. But when I first joined Next Gen, um, it was just like opening my eyes to the opportunities that everyone's on the same page, doing the same things, going to the gym, like having cold showers, you know, doing working hard and stuff. And it's just amazing to be around these sort of people. And then since then, we've obviously developed a lot. We're now on a paid subscription and the group has seriously developed as credit to Oliver and Luca. And I think if you're under 18 and you're you're on the same mission as us, like you're on self-improvement, you want to start making money, you want to start being the best version of yourself, you want people to respect you, it helps so much that you would not believe the energy it gives you to be around other people in the same mission because otherwise you're trying to drag yourself forward when no one's helping you as a lone wolf and it's not how you're meant to be as a man or as a person in general because we're pack animals we're used to having our tribe and we feel horrible without that and it's genuinely lonely without that however with it it's a whole new level whole new world yeah definitely man nice jen honestly it's probably one of my best piece of work ever in life and me and luca we've worked really hard on it and it's only literally only the beginning it's been what two months since we first officially launched it and now, you know, we're in our first phase and honestly, the mission is just to fucking keep going from there and just to take off and become the most elite network in the entire world. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, bro. We're definitely happy to have you in the group as well. And you've been, you've been there, you've been down since probably our first member, I think, first two members. So you've really been there since day one and we couldn't be more happy to have you, bro. So looking forward to you know seeing where we're gonna go because yeah like oliver said it's been a couple months only and you know when you when you think about it a couple months compared to like what we have you know a group a group for life so i'm looking forward man couldn't be more on a tab you couldn't be more more on a tab you on the podcast today as well so yeah definitely man happy to have you couldn't part be of the group. to be here so thank you, bro. thank you right so how did you actually discover NextGen? This is probably what most people are going to be wondering. How did you discover NextGen? How did you discover me? How did you discover Luca? How did you find us? So I thought we've got to give a big shout out to the CEO of Testosterone himself because I was on my phone one day scrolling through the subscription page and I see a community post and he's saying, this 15-year-old has just completed my mental toughness challenge. I'm like, 15? I thought it was an 18 plus challenge. I was genuinely offended when I saw that. Genuinely offended. So I watched the video, great video. See, oh yeah, he's got an Instagram. 
follow him on Instagram. And then a few days later, he's like, we're launching a, a group. Uh, DM me if you're interested. And he tagged Luca as well. And I was like, oh, Luca, yeah, that guy from the Hamza post. I was like, oh, I thought that guy was like 25. It's crazy. And, um, <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, so I joined and yeah, it was just like, just Luca, Oliver, and then a few of Oliver's friends and stuff. And then, yeah, we did some calls. It was cool. And then it's just taken off since then. But yeah, absolutely crazy. I just, I just joined because Oliver put on his story and the rest is history. Yeah, bro. It's been an honor to have you in the group since day one. Like, you've literally been probably the first member and you've stayed till the very end. You know, obviously some people, they've joined at a later stage and they've not gotten that full experience that you have. And yeah, it's been great. And it's really, really like showing your loyalty to us and how, you know, you're a really, really hard worker and your life has completely changed since joining actually, hasn't it? Yeah, 100%. When you're surrounded by other people, especially doing better than you, it's that masculine competitiveness that just drives you. And it's not in like a, in a salty way, but you just, you see other people doing better than you and you just want to be on their, their level. So, and obviously like there's a phrase, you shouldn't compare yourself with other people, but you, you automatically do as a person. And yeah, so just comparing yourself to others doing better than you saying, oh, okay, I could do this better. I could join here. I could work harder. I could do this. I could do that. And they're just learning from other people. It's, yeah, it's truly an amazing experience. Yeah. It's been a pleasure, Patty. Yeah. Patty, so obviously, yeah, like Oliver said, I think both of us, both of us have noticed how much you've changed in the group. And obviously we've seen some of your work and it's incredible. But obviously I want to ask you, what's been the biggest change for you? What has, what has Paddy Ford learned now? What has Paddy Ford learned in the last few months that he's applying every day now? And what does the new sort of version of you look like? I think it's confidence is a huge part because when you, you know you have people in your corner as it were, like people rooting for you, people want the best for you, you feel very confident. Whereas when you're alone and you don't really know what you're doing, like you're sort of relying on old friends who maybe um, maybe aren't the best for you, not nothing against them, but maybe they're not on the same page as you, they don't have the same mission. But then if you're relying on them, because no one wants to be lonely, that's the truth of it. We can say we want to be lone wolves, but that, we, no one actually wants to be lonely. So first of all, having those people in your corner is just an absolute life changer. And then there's obviously just hearing the conversations we have, obviously Oliver from day one I was super impressed he was in the new elite I was like wow this is crazy um so yeah just hearing what he had to say and then you Luca of course talking about how you go to Dubai and then how you met Hamza all this stuff you do Muay Thai and just just sort of being around people doing well just rubs off on you and the the old classic phrase of some of the five people you spend the most time with is ever true once again yeah absolutely bro like you know, it's, it's that competitive environment which everyone sort of needs. As you said earlier, you see people starting businesses, you're going to start a business. You see people training combat, you're going to want to train combat. You see people getting huge in the gym and showing their um, physique photos, automatically you're just going to be like, okay, I want, to, I want to do that. Like, I look up to this person, I admire him, I want to do that as well. So, couldn't agree with you more, man. Well said. Yeah, definitely. Winning is contagious, believe it or not. If you're around... A group of people who are always constantly winning man it's like it's kind of automatic that you're going to win you're going to start winning you're going to learn from their experiences and then you're going to become like just 
a replica of your friends, but even better because you've learned what their mistakes are and you're going to achieve things in a faster manner than they have. Yeah, 100%. You see the mistakes they've made. You see they've done it the hard way. They've taken the hard route. You can just take what's worked for them, apply that to your own life, and that's just beautiful. Yeah, that definitely goes without saying. So, obviously... The guests probably, I mean, the guests, a lot of the guests might know you, but some of the guests, some of the viewers might not know you as well. So, you know, if you just want to like take a bit of time to explain who you are, like where you're from, how old you are, what you're working on and everything, then yeah, just go ahead, man. Like tell us everything that, you know, you'd want to know about you. Yeah, for sure. First of all, hello to everyone who's watching me is new and I'm sure some of my friends will be watching. So hello to them. And Yes, I'm Paddy Ford. I'm 15 from London and currently at the moment I'm doing exams, GCSE exams. So I've got the last week of that coming up. So I've been revising a lot for that. And then this summer, got a long summer, so got a lot planned, including expanding a power washing business, which I've started just basically knocking on people's doors saying, can I do power washing for them and earn a bit of money? And that's just something I really want to do just to get the money in, learn a bit of skills, door-to-door sales. And then obviously I've got a YouTube channel, um, which I post on quite frequently, and Instagram as well, where I post the infamous four tips, which people seem to like a lot. Yeah, the four tips are great, man. Honestly, very, very creative thing as well. Like, it's like easily just something like that. You could just start some from a personal brand where you just start your own thing, make people like, make you renowned for that one thing and just keep keep posting it, keep doing it. And it's a great idea as well. Like it's, not only is it like, it's fun to see, oh, what's Paddy saying now, but it's also like very, very beneficial for someone who say, you say, you know, get outside, get some vitamin D. Most people, they, they spend their like entire days inside not doing much. Whereas if you're just to like, give them that little bit of education, they're gonna then implement that into their life and realize, holy shit, Paddy's like helped me a lot. Hmm. Yeah, and it's crazy. Like I've actually got a lot of compliments from even just my parents' friends who follow me on Instagram. They're like, "Oh, I actually really like this," and like you're helping people. But I'll be honest, the reason why I call it four tips because I've got to give the credit to my maths teacher. So he had on maths it'd be like like his last name and then tip and then like draw a straight line for this graph or whatever. Um, and I just thought, yes, yeah, good idea, works well, let's see how it goes. And then, yeah, just sort of, it's just a nice thing I do any time I think I can, got some advice that could help people. It's never, it's never advice that I think people have to take. I think it's personal. So some stuff might work for you, some stuff might not. But I think generally I just try and help people. So it's something I've implemented in my life that's helped me. I just say it's a full tip to do. And it's also a bit of a funny topic at school. Yeah, bro, it's great. It's great. But um, what really inspired you to like start posting on Instagram? What inspired you to start you know, your mission of helping people? Yeah, so I'd say really just, if you, as you listen to a lot of self-help stuff, like you, you basically, after, after a few podcasts and stuff, you feel like it's all kind of the same stuff you need to do. I've always been a massive fan of podcasts, from the Diary of a CEO to Strike It Big to all these big podcasts. And, but basically I learned that I was mentally masturbating. I wasn't actually doing anything with my life. 
not in like a bad way, but I was listening to a lot of stuff, but I wasn't necessarily implementing it. So I thought an easy place to start is just post on Instagram. Like it's not it's not necessarily um, gonna make me money straight away, but it's just, at least it's a start. Like you can just start from somewhere. So I did that. Just sort of be a nice thing to do, and slightly productive as well. Uh, you could argue, and then for YouTube, I've always wanted to do YouTube because every time you listen to something. You then think about it in your head and then I sort of have a conversation in my own head. So I've always been, always wanted to have a YouTube channel or a podcast or something like that. Where I can just sort of talk and inspire people as well. It's a great thing because I have actually received some messages, like people saying that uh, inspirational, which is a very humbling thing to hear. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, man, it's, it's great. It's great, especially when like, you know, you've seen your friends as well, who, you know, they're help, you've helped them they're like starting a self-improvement journey and you're seeing them just like become the best versions of themselves over time. Mm, yeah, hundred percent. And yeah, even people around me, like they say like my message is good and stuff. And yeah, I think it's a fairly positive response. Yeah. But the only thing with, you know, posting and helping other people, it comes with, you know, there's always a positive side, but it also comes with a negative side, which is hate. Some people, you know, they see you and you see you helping other people and they, you know, they get triggered. So how, how do you like cope with hate and how do you deal with it as a person? Yeah, that's a very good question. I, I don't think I've, I deal with it perfectly. I think there's always, it's always difficult, but you know, it's most of the time it's just like the odd comment. Someone says something and you just got to understand that they're trying to get attention from you. They want your energy basically. And I'm guilty of this. Sometimes I reply and try and be clever, like, oh, yeah, you're, you're not good either or something. But in reality, you just sort of got to let it go and understand that it's not really that personal. Most of the time, people just have their own insecurities they're trying to project onto you. And you've just got to understand that it's part of life. And if there's no hardship, then everyone would have a YouTube channel. Everyone would be doing Instagram tips. Like It's because it's sort of a weird thing to do. And it is weird. Like I probably look back on this from five years, and be like, yeah, maybe that was a bit weird. But it's just mm. starting and doing something. You learn this stuff along the way. And even um, Jack Hopkins said once he was like, when he started doing like he did, he used to do credit card tips on how to boost your credit score. And he said, like at the time, his friends were just like rinse him for it. Like why? No one cares about your credit score. But then that builds up the skill of teaching people, and now he teaches people how to be elite people and. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, man. It definitely, bro. There's like always two sides of the story. There's always the benefits, you know, you're helping people, you're, you know, getting your name out there, but there's it always comes with hate, no matter what. Especially if you're at a higher point than most people, you're going to receive hate because people they're lower than you and you know they're jealous and the, most most of the time they actually don't like themselves. So they project that like negative energy onto you to try and bring you back down. Because not only like are they insecure about themselves, they're most of the time they're pretty jealous of what you're doing, and they admire you, but they also like dislike that you're doing better than them. And some people like they just they just don't have the humility to just realize that they're in the wrong, and that they're the person who's below you. So they just hate on you for literally most of the time. It's just literally the smallest reasons as well, and. Yeah, like, you never hear a millionaire hating on someone who's starting your business, do you? Mm. Yeah, like, exactly. 
Because, like, it's always... Yeah, go on then. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, but I remember when I first saw your uh, your video, I was thinking, like, uh, part of me, the sort of Jeffrey brain, if it were, was like, nah, this guy's how is he doing better than me? And then, like, sort of want to hate. But then I realised at the same time, mm. okay, that's that's an emotion, but I can sort of block that out and realise that, okay, this guy could actually be a good friend of mine, maybe we should connect, and blah, blah, blah. Um, but, yeah, if I sent you a... If I tried to just um, stimulate my brain and try and just bring you down to my level then I would never have improved myself then instead you you can work together and both people can improve and that's the way to go yeah definitely man because um I mean obviously I could I could still say that for myself say I see someone who's my age and they're doing like big big numbers in money they're doing like what 40 50 thousand pounds a month I see that and I like I like I feel jealous I'm like oh wow this person's doing so much better than me and you know I've worked so hard, but I've I'm still nowhere near that level. But you just got to realize that you don't use that to hate on them and try and bring them down. Use that energy inside of you to like improve yourself, to project you forward, to try and catch up. Because life is a race. Everything in life is a race, and you're competing against absolutely everyone. So it's just about where are you in that race? Are you falling behind? Or are you sprinting at the front? Because majority of the time you're, you know, you're somewhat in the middle. You just gotta always keep going to try and project yourself to be the number one. But most people, they just, they don't see that. They don't realize that, and they think I need to hate on this person to try and like pull him back. But most of the time, it doesn't work, and it just, it just, you're just procrastinating, procrastinating. That's doing this work in your brain, and you know, just hating on people like it's not gonna get you anywhere. And you're just, you are definitely just stimulating your brain. Because there's no reason to hate on someone who else is on the grind. And it's just all that negative emotion. You're just trying to keep stimulating it to feel a little bit better about yourself. But you're not. Because you're just procrastinating. Exactly. And I think Iman even talked about it. Iman Gadji was saying he's not really a good person for people to compare themselves with. Because the reason why he's so successful at such a young age is because he had like uh, family issues. Like, he had um, issues with his father and like very un, very difficult circumstances, which most people who are in his position probably end up like very poor or drug addict or I don't know something really bad. But it's easy to look at Iman Gadji, twenty three, living in Dubai, and be like, oh, I wish that was my life. But no one actually sees the difficulties that went into that. And we can obviously use the example of um, Farhan, the guy who's smashing it right now. With he's fourteen, doing very well. Um, but obviously, I think he started business like when he was 12. So he's technically been in the game for two years. I've hardly even started. So it, you can obviously draw inspiration from other people, but it's, you shouldn't really um, try and be like them. You should understand that everyone's got their own unique story. And while you can draw inspiration from them, don't try and copy them if it were. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. I think also... One of the saddest things that I see is like when there's somebody with a lot of potential in school and that there are a lot of guys out there with a lot of potential, even in our group, even in next gen, there are a lot of guys with heaps of potential who can really put out unique value to the world. But then some of these people are scared of criticism they'll get from their, it can even be their friends sometimes, which is the worst thing. And then it just completely restricts them from actually going out and doing something. And I think honestly, when I see that, I also see my old self there, which is why it saddens me a lot. Cause I used to be the same. Like I used to always wanted to do YouTube, but 
I never did it like at this age because I was just scared of what people would think. I never wanted to, I always wanted to do what I'm doing now, go on a podcast and speak like my actual mind and so people can understand me, but I was always scared. So when I see people like that now, it's just like really upsets me. And if you're, if anyone's like that, like if anyone's watching this, then like take it from me, take it from all of us here that you're going to do so much better. You're going to feel so much better about yourself when you actually put yourself out there. And I said this last week and I'll say it again, but all that hate, even if you get hate, all that hate is going to, it'll cancel out when you get that message from that one person who says, you've changed my life, bro. Thank you. And that will literally make everything seem fine. So just wait for that. If you're starting out, wait for that because it literally means the world to you. Yeah, definitely, man. Because obviously, you know, when you're, you know, you're posting something which you genuinely believe in, you're getting so many hate comments, you're getting people, you know, they're criticizing you, they're making you seem like a fool. You just, it, it, it's, it does definitely suck and it definitely does, like, hurt you. But you've just got to have the, like, mental capacity to realize that these people, they're just doing this because they feel shit about themselves. And you're at a very better position than them in life. But the people, they just don't realize that, Everyone has gone through hardship to get to the position where they are. Most people, they haven't just been given life to them on a plate. And even if you're looking at, you know, a millionaire, people will just be like, oh, yeah, look at him with all his money. He's He's been through the struggle. That guy's been through the struggle, and he's came out alive. He's came out, like, to the position where he is now. And it's just easily one of the best things you can do is just work hard and put yourself through struggle. Because even if you say... I can't do that. I'm at the position where I have no money. I'm broke. I don't know what to do. Um, I have no friends. I have no nothing. Uh, I have a shit physique. I have this, that. It's all just excuses not to do something. Use that position where you're at now to have an insane transformation, which people will admire you for, and prove yourself that you can do anything. Because if you genuinely set your mind to a single goal, you could easily accomplish it. But most people just don't see that. And if you're at a position where you're you know you're financially struggling your family you know they're poor they, they live in a crappy house be that person who saves your entire bloodline be that person who saves and is the hero because that's the best feeling in the entire world when you you know i'm sure iman yatsi he was struggling he had the financial hardships of you know not like not having a father figure in his life living in a crappy apartment in london to the point where he's now seven, eight, nine-figure multi-millionaire, and he's came from nothing. And it definitely just shows that it is possible in the world. It's definitely possible. And if you're making the excuse because your circumstances, it's just a lot of crap. And it's just not, it's just something that's holding you back, realistically, from achieving that long-term goal that you hope you wish to achieve. Yeah, it's... You know, I think I think another thing is that you need to have this sort of story to you, you know, you want to like, you don't want to be born into success, you want to be somebody who's actually earned it. Like, for example, if you become successful, people want to know about you, like people will ask you questions, people will put you on podcasts as well. And then for you to hop on a podcast and say, Oh, I was just born into it. Like, that's all there is to it. That's just so boring. And nobody's going to want to listen to you. But if you can, if you can say, Oh, yeah, I lived I lived in poverty, I was working five jobs, I was cleaning shoes, I was cleaning floors, I was working my ass off whenever I could, and now I'm here, then people will actually admire and look up to you. And that's why you need like a story in life. You need to be at that rock bottom point, you need to be at that low, you need to have that you know point of your life when you're like, I can't even do this. And then you need to turn it around and just go and do it, man. 
And that's like the beautiful thing. And that's go on, Paddy. Uh, yeah, I was going to say there's a guy called Ahmad Mahmoud. He's uh, from Dubai, but he was actually born into quite poor background. But he he has a podcast, and he said he wants to be a billionaire, but not because of the money. He wants to do it because of the person he'll become. And I think that should be sort of the this how you live your life. You want to do stuff because of how it's going to make you as a person. Because what you are as a person is what you never lose. Like you could lose all your money in a scam or whatever, but you can never lose who you really are if you've properly built yourself up. So if you're, it's like the straight seven system. If you've got a good physique, you've got amazing sales skills, you're a copywriter or whatever, you're good at doing content, you've gone through hardship in your life, then if suddenly you lose all your money, you're very likely to get it back. Whereas if you just hit a crypto pump in 2020, and you have no physique, you still got bad addictions, then when you lose all that money, it's going to be very difficult to earn it back. Yeah, definitely. It's just all about the skills and, you know, the hardship, what comes through it. Because as a man, hard times create strong man. And if you get everything handed to you, no one's going to respect you. And you're just going to have, like, that story, which overall makes people, like, believe that they can do things less. Whereas if you give someone the hope that you've came from a struggling background and you've changed your entire life, that gives people hope. And it's just, it's literally all about hope and painting the picture that people, that they can achieve things, they can achieve greatness. And it's just all about hardship. It's all about putting in the work, especially when you do not feel like it. And that is a great quote. And you should always think about it on your mind. You have to do the hard work. Nothing is going to get given to you because in life you need to work for absolutely everything. And all the successful people, believe it or not, majority of the time, they have worked from it. They have came from nothing and they have worked their way up. And obviously, you know, some people, you know, they've, been, they've had everything given to them. But what, who are they as people? They've went through no hardship. They've had everything given to them. So most people who have had everything given to them, they, normally they're fat, they're lazy. They don't do anything with their life. And overall, they won't feel like they won't feel have their inner purpose. They won't feel happy about themselves because they've had it easy. And believe it or not, when you do go through that hard time, it makes you feel even better and makes you feel even more fulfilled as a man. And it's just all about being that hard worker, all, always about putting in the hard work. And that's just the life purpose as, as normal men. But in the modern day, that's suppressed. Everyone's told to be comfortable, get comfortable, be cozy, uh, don't work hard, don't work hard, you don't need to work hard. Um, everyone's perfect and it just paints that false picture that your life is fine when realistically it's not and you have to work hard to, to achieve things and some people they just neglect that thing and they just think oh I don't need to work hard I don't need to do anything why is it why is it just not handy to me why why don't I have this why don't I have that why 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 and all the time they're like they're thinking why when they should just be doing how how can I do this how can I achieve things in life how can I work towards this and then they just need to do it Stop thinking, just do. Mm, I agree a lot, and I think especially for someone like me, like I come from quite a well-off middle-class background, but a lot of people where from where I come from, like they just, I think they have life too easy. Personally, like maybe it sounds harsh, but if you've got given like quite a good position, like you live in the West, like you have a nice house, you have food cooked for you every night, like you are very privileged and very privileged compared to most people in the world. But at the same time, you need to put struggle on yourself because i see a lot of people like from where i'm from and they just they waste because they've got a lot of stuff already they waste their life 
partying or you know, doing drugs and stuff. I just think it's it's a waste because you've actually got a very good gift that you could use. You could use your privilege to make you an even better person, or you could let it sort of ruin your own life. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I think also, like you also, um, work ethic is something that you can carry with you for the rest of your life. So if you got rich from work ethic, then you could easily say, if somebody took all my money today, I was still going to be rich in a couple of years because I have this mentality where you know I can't lose. I'm going to keep on working. And you carry that you carry that with you for the rest of your life. That's why it's important to start from nothing and build yourself up, because then a you can a you have a lot to talk about, and then b you can do it again. You know you want to get in that position where somebody will literally take everything from you, and then the day after you will still have more than you had the day before because you're just going to keep on working. You have to always be willing to work hard for everything, and yeah, like Oliver said, we're used to things coming easy, and that's been such a poor thing for people now because nobody actually has that work mentality and that's one of the biggest things we preach as well inside the group it's like just continue to work hard every single day of your life and you'll see progression you work hard in the gym you'll see progression there it takes time but you just got to show up and be disciplined as well yeah actually nothing because like obviously if you know getting into extremely good shape was easy it was piss easy then why would everyone not have ripped abs? Why would everyone not be shredded? If becoming a multi-multi-millionaire was easy, why would everyone not have money? It's just you have to do the maths in your brain and just think, I have to work for this. If it, w- if it was easy, everyone would have it. So you have to realize that if it's hard, you're, you're going to be special. It's going to make you a special person and it's going to make you seem and it's going to give you respect by everyone because most people... You know, they don't have that drive. They don't have that discipline to work, work, work and achieve these things that are really, really difficult. Because don't get me wrong, getting into extremely good shape is very fucking difficult. Getting, you know, millions and millions and millions is extremely difficult. And you're going to go through the process and you're going to have them late nights where you're thinking, I'm... I'm at, a, I'm at a standpoint here. How am I going to get through this? How am I going to get past this? Um, the business is going down. Everything's getting worse. How, how can I fix this? How can I turn this back around? And it's just, you have to have the mentality to keep pushing, to just keep pushing, keep destroying every day, never getting complacent and never giving up because that's where most people fold. They have the idea and they think, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do this. But then they just fold. They think, they get to the point where everything's too much and they give up. They just give up. They go back to their lazy old life. And it's just it just shows that you have to put in discipline for every single part in life and you have to hard put in hard work because if it was easy, everyone would have it. So no matter what, never fold, never give up, never do a complete 180 and be like, okay, this is getting too much. I don't want to do this anymore. Be like, I don't. why do I not want to do this? Why do I want to give up now? And then identify why you want to give up now and just keep going forward. Eliminate that why and just keep pushing and keep doing the work. Yeah, and I'll bring up like a quote from Chris Williamson. He has a podcast and I think he did like 300 podcasts before he got famous. And basically his quote was that 1% of people who want to start a podcast actually start podcasts. And 1% of people who start get to episode three. 1% 1% of people get to episode 3, get to episode 20. So if you if you guys can just get to episode 20, the chances are you have a pretty good podcast. Yeah, exactly, man. Bro, 
like I literally said, now we're going to get to episode 20. We're going to get, like, we, I think Oliver and I as individuals have learned a lot, especially, mostly in the last two months, but we have unique life stories, the both of us, and we've learned a lot, mostly in the last two months that we can speak about. And obviously we're linked with such great guys now, like you, who we can just get on. And that's why the podcast is going to be so valuable and such a good selling point to the group as well, because... Yeah, like Oliver and I can talk for ages. Like we've literally been on calls, Oliver and I, where we just talk about stuff, and some of the, some of the conversations I have with him as well are like so unique, and things that I would never think to speak about with people, and you know, so Oliver and I obviously have unique life paths, which is creates a good talking point, and that's why we obviously brought you out as well because we believe you're the same, and we've had some good chats with you before on the calls, so yeah, it's just important to have that unique life path as well. And, if you don't have that, then go out and do something different every day to set that up for yourself because you want to be different. There are 8 billion of us out there and everyone wants to be successful, right? There's not many people out there who don't want to be successful. It's like not normal to not want to be successful. Everyone wants as much money as they can get. Everyone wants everything. But if you can create a story that the other 8 billion people would like love to hear and think that this guy's incredible, then you're going to make it. So just keep like setting up different things for you and to go about your life differently and take that tone when you might not expect to and make that unexpected move. As long as it's a good thing, like make that unexpected move and you'll see your life progress forward and you'll start to do different things which will complement your life as well. Yeah, definitely. And as you said, Paddy, most people, you know, they don't get to episode three and then the 1% of people get to episode 20. That's like... It's the same because, Luca, you've been through that hard time. You started a podcast before this as well with your friend, didn't you? And yeah, what what episode did you get to? No, man. <laughs> you put me on the spot, bro. But no, we didn't get... We, we, we recorded like three, so we made it there. Yeah. But there's a lot of like complications because we're in person. And because he was quite like an established uh, creator already, he obviously had like a quality, you know. People... You've seen a lot of people's content that they start from going from like really bad, poor quality content. And then you look like a year later and their content's like insane. But because my friend was like in the middle already, we couldn't start at that low level. So there's an expectation and we needed like to pay for setup and everything. So obviously we didn't have the funds for that back then. Now that we do, I would love to do that again with him because I love just hopping on a podcast. But yeah, definitely. But... we'll see how that goes. But, but this yeah, podcast, cause... yeah, like we're getting past episode. Yeah, because we're obviously, you know, me and you, we're starting next gen podcasts and we're at that like low point where both of us, you know, we've have no experience. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. And we literally just thought, you know, let's just hop on a call, record it, and put it online. Because people that our conversations together are like very, very valuable and can absolutely change people's life. I'm sure this podcast alone has changed so many people's perceptions on like hate, on life, on content creation. And you never know. The person watching this right now, you watching this right now, you may have that idea in your brain thinking, I want to start a podcast. And just that thought, like, could just change someone's person's life. And realistically, if you just keep putting in the work, keep putting in the effort, keep, you know, getting new ideas and actually executing the ideas, you're, it's like, it's no doubt about it, you're going to become successful. You're going to master your art and you're going to become easily, like, the top figure in that industry. Yeah, and the, yeah, that's the, that's why I have this sort of belief with us as well. Like, 
I know because we've experienced this in the business, like we've experienced low weeks, we've experienced bad times together already. And I know that like, we both won't quit. I know that, I know that we both won't quit. And I know that both of us won't quit, if you know what I mean. Like, if one of us were to quit, I know that the other person will be there. So yeah. we're both like iron-like mentality, like none of us will ever back down. You know, we'll stay on a call for three hours and solve every problem that we have with the business in that call. And if it's not, if it's not solved, we're not getting off the call. And that's why, like I said last week, it's good working with you because I know that that's what I found, like somebody who will sit with me until we fix every single thing that the business has going wrong. And that's what you need. That's what you need. That's the brothers you need. And yeah. Yeah, bro. It's, it's really great. Paddy, have you got anything to add? No, I think you've, you've said it. Yeah, no. It's just, you just got to keep putting in the hard work. And, you know, obviously some people, they will hate on you. Um, but that, just the people that are hating on you, you just got to realize that, you know, they want to be you, but they just don't have the mentality. They don't have the iron mindset. They don't have the brotherhood. They don't have anything else. And, you know, Paddy, have you got any interesting stories about people hating on you? Yeah. I'm not going to expose anyone's names. I mean, it's not really hate, but I think some people maybe they just don't agree with my worldview or something. And then they'd like sort of want to pull you down. Maybe they don't think you're doing something good for the world. So they want you to stop. But I think if you truly believe in what you're doing is good thing and if you're helping people then it, it won't it won't harm you at all you'll get on with it anyway i think the only times when people stop is when they they go like oh may, maybe i'm doing something wrong with my life maybe like this is this isn't a good idea and then they sort of let someone's maybe over emotional hate comment get to them too much and a lot of the time like i think you should absolutely look at hate comments logically and say does this apply to me because I think if your entire if you if this podcast everyone says this was awful like the sound quality was awful or something like that's not necessarily hate that's maybe just something to improve on but if everyone's just saying i don't like you as a person then you should understand that that's probably not got it's probably not a good enough reason for you to stop yeah definitely it's just something that you gotta like react logically to because i'll be honest (laughs) Sometimes when I've gone hate, I'll you know I'll respond with like a little little niggly comment, like say someone t- commented on my TikTok post, I'll be like yeah, call him a name or some shit. <laughs> you just got you just gotta think like oh come on man, just don't don't give the people the attention because that's what they want. They just want the attention from you, and especially like when I'm at school, say like like someone's like they're, you're just make they're just taking the piss at you. Like you feel like oh I just want to hit this guy, but you just gotta think yeah okay brush it off. <laughs> Don't just don't be phased. Don't be phased because it's like school as well. When you when you're going to school, obviously you're in like a very social environment. You're with you you know you got hundreds of people around you all the time, and sometimes it can get like it can get to you when there's so many people just you know they're just saying things to you that you don't like, and you just it's you just gotta have that mindset to just realize that oh I, I I'm not gonna see these people most likely ever again after school. I'm only with these people because you know legally by law i have to i'm legally required to be with Mm. these people and these aren't the people that share the same values as me who are at who are at a higher point than me so why would i listen to these people and obviously sometimes you just gotta have the humility to realize that and just not give in to the hate not either don't fight back don't you know snap back and just don't let like 
hurt you as a person. Don't let it harm your message and harm your confidence. And but yeah, I have so many, <laughs> so many stories about hate and just you got sometimes I may have done the wrong thing. I may have said something wrong, but you've just got to have the humility to realize that you you can't do anything about these people if they're hating on you. It you know it's obviously not the nicest thing to constantly have people disliking you. Because obviously, as human beings, we care about what other people think. We genuinely like it's a because we're social creatures. We build, we like feel what other people think, and we just always want to be like have the what's the word have the like respect and positive feedback from other people, and we crave that. We crave that feeling of people, you know, complimenting you, saying, "Oh, well done. Oh, you're doing so great." But when you have that negative thing, that can really like damage your energy, and you just gotta have the perseverance just to not like let it hurt you as a human being yeah i think especially yeah. online i think jordan peterson made this comment he said basically if it's a tiktok post for example the people will say something online because they don't have their face on they don't have their name they don't have their last name which is affiliated to their family so they're going to say whatever they want and they know that there's no threat of violence because you're not going to know where they live like you're not going to do anything to them so they say stuff online they'd never say to your face and um, because they're, they're, they know that if they said it to your face there's always that threat of physical combat. So you've got to understand as well. And I, I think reading comments is not a good idea personally. If, if you know comments are all going to be negative, I don't think it's worth reading them because the fact is when you see someone's written that you take it in as if they've said it to you in real life. But in reality they've only said it online which is actually means they're going to say something more rude than they would in real life yeah yeah i think yeah like that's a really good point that you mentioned as well how they do it behind this sort of like account with no profile picture because like if people do crime they know it's wrong so that's why they hide their face that's why like burglars like wear all black and cover their face because they know it's wrong so that's obviously more like an extreme example but in terms of hate yeah like like oliver was saying before you can make two choices one to reply to it one to not and usually I, I always preach just like not replying to it because they hate you because you're in a higher position than them. So, you know, you got to show them that you're in a higher position than them. Like if you're, you know, if they're hating on you and you, you have the time to reply to them, then clearly you can't be that busy, right? But if they drop a hate comment and you don't even, you don't even see it because you're too busy, right? You're too busy focused on work to even see it. Then maybe they're going to like take it back. Maybe they're going to be insecure about it in their head. Like, oh, I'm so bored that i commented on this guy's stuff and he doesn't even see it you know what i mean so you got to show him that like you're much better than them that's why like if somebody's gonna hate on me some i literally just won't even if it's in person i won't even like say anything back because i just don't care like if they say something bad i'm gonna like you know more, go full more time on them but um <laughs> if it's online then either i don't i don't even see it if it's online and if i do see it i just don't reply because like i've got better things to do and clearly they don't because they're hating on me yeah because, like, most people, they'll just be disrespectful online. But in person, <clears throat> I have a story about this. This person, um, this guy in my school, he, always to my face, he'd be really so respectful. He'd be like, oh, I love your, love your content. But then I hear from one of his friends that he's chatting the most shit. He's just, he's, like, saying, oh, I'm cringy, oh, blah, 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 blah. And he's going on and on and on and on and on about me. But to my face, like, he's so respectful. But he's being very, very, like, very disrespectful behind my back. And it's always just like people are too afraid to say it to your face that they say it behind your back or they say it online because there's no consequence. There's no consequence of being disrespectful. 
to someone's face, like straight up to them. There's no consequence be being disrespectful if you're behind the back. If the person like doesn't know who you are, or if the person like doesn't hear you say it, there's no consequence at all. Whereas if you were to just go up and say this person to this person's face, oh, I hate you, oh, you're cringe, you're that, you're that. You have the the consequence of this person. They could either you know fight back, or you could have the like embarrassment where they don't they don't they like they laugh it off, <laughs> they laugh it off, and they don't even like care. Because like if if like you say something to someone that you, you despise, you do not like, and they don't even respond, they literally just walk away from you. You're gonna feel like oh my god, I'm so irrelevant that this person doesn't even care. And it's just, it's all about just how you deal with these situations, because most of the time, the person's never going to say it to you in person. If they, if, if they do say it to you in person, they don't, like, most of the time you respect them, because they're actually, like, genuinely calling you out in public, which takes a lot of, like, balls to do nowadays, because everything's online. And if, like, genuinely, most of the time, if someone does, like, be disrespectful to you, you're going to, you're going to respect them more, whereas if they were to do it online or behind your back. So it's, it's all about that, man. Yeah, but unless it's too bad, like if it's really bad, then you can, like I said, go full Muay Thai on them. But yeah, like sometimes I think part of like accepting, <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I can give them an elbow and shit, but um, I think part of like accepting who you are as like a man is also just sometimes accepting criticism from people. And when I used to get hate and I used to care about it, I actually like changed the stuff that I was being told and it actually did it did work to to some extent like the changes I made from the hate were actually good so sometimes you know sometimes if you really need it in life just get your boys around you and tell them to like roast everything you do and then you know some it hurts and it does hurt sometimes but then that helps you become like a better person like I read this in the, the way of the superior man like it says like your criticism from your friends can actually benefit you in some way if you use it right. So, I think that's really important. Yeah, definitely. You should in, you should enjoy your friends' criticism because if you are around the right group of people and they are criticizing you, but not in a, like a disrespectful way, they're like genuinely telling you things that you could improve on. You should take that not as like an offense, as in like, oh, these people are being so mean to me. Take it as like, okay they're saying this, maybe I should, like, change something, maybe I should change something, and that's something in the modern day where people, they're so, like, they're so insecure, they're so fragile, it's, everyone's such a snowflake that they cannot take criticism, because everyone is told, oh, you're perfect, you don't have to change, and just realize that everyone's became so fragile, whereas if you say one thing, they're gonna snap, they're gonna break, they're gonna burst out in tears, they're gonna get all emotional, whereas, you know, used to, we always used to be around in tribes, a group of people who we trust, we trust in our life, we went out hunting with these people, and if they were to criticize you in something, you're going to change that, because you trust these people, whereas in the modern day, you know, if, with your group of friends, which I'm so grateful for my previous group of friends, well, not my previous, my current group of friends, back, you know, before self-improvement, before everything, I would get slated to bits for doing something which obviously was wrong, like, they genuinely knew that it was wrong, and sometimes, you know, I take it in like a way to where I need to change something or some most of the, sometimes I take it oh these people are just being mean and sometimes you know it was just like genuine disrespect but majority of the time they're doing it because they want you they care for you they want you to be the best version of yourself and they're calling you out on something that they believe that you should change but yeah it's just you just gotta realize that 
your friends, especially if you do trust these friends, if these friends would fight for you, they would die for you, if they're calling you out on something, majority of the time, it is something that you need to change on. And it's just in the modern day, everyone's so fragile, especially with like, because everyone's told you're perfect, you don't need to change. And it's the same with like, that's been preached on social media. Everyone's been told that you don't, you can't hate, you can't bully in school. Oh, don't bully, don't bully. But majority of the time, if you're being bullied in school, there is something wrong. You have to change something. And that's why I believe that, you know, in my group of friends, I was usually the one that would get picked on. And it was because, you know, I was the weakest one. I was the most fragile one. I was the one that was always, you know, just like the wimpy one. And, you know, I'd, I would get picked on, and that picked on, and that hard time of suffering from your friends, from people criticizing you, it will help you, like, become stronger and more, like, hard as a person. Because majority of the time, they're, like, obviously, no, it can, ha it can hurt you. It can hurt your feelings. It can genuinely, like, suck when you do get that criticism, when you do get bullied. But usually it does, like, harden you as a human being, depending what way you take it. You can either take it in a way where, you know, you can just become a very miserable person, or you can take it in a way, right, these people are picking on me because of something. It's time to change. Say you're fat, you're getting bullied, someone's calling you a fat, someone's calling you a whale, someone's calling you a meatball. Take it as, take it as, like, <laughs> shit, these people are genuinely, like, they find me a joke. I need to change. I need to change my life. And it, because everyone's such a snowflake in the modern day, and, you know, schools, oh, everyone's perfect. Um... Everyone's fine. Everyone's that, that. Don't listen to hate. Don't listen to bullying. Obviously, you know, if people are hating on you because you're better than them, then don't listen to them. But if you're, if it's a person usually that comes terms like weight or how you look, if you cannot change it, if you cannot change it at all, leave it. If it's like something that you cannot change, but if it's like your weight, if it's, you know, your, your face, if you've got spots all over your face, you can you listen to it. Listen to what these people are saying. Realize that these people are picking on me because I'm not the best in these playing fields and I need to become the best so these people will leave me alone. And that's why I feel sometimes criticism is very, very good for human beings because it helps us become the best version of ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, if people... But yeah, everyone has a reason for what they do as well. Like, if you're... If you're generally in a bad position, people will tell you and then you can, you can then, you know, some people will go and say like, oh, this person's mean to me. Like, but like, it's for a reason. And as you said before, go and go and do something about it. Go and change yourself because maybe it does come from a place of like passionate. Like if I was, to, I wouldn't, honestly, if I was, if I had somebody around me who was like lower than me and like was like quite big and had spots on their face, as you said, then obviously I do it in more like a, a nice approach but some people don't have that that idea people some people don't think that way and that's fine because you know a lot of people don't like you'll see it if you go if you've grown up around a group of friends then some people generally aren't nice which is fine but in their heart they actually might be nice and they might actually want you to change they just don't know how to express it so if they're telling you this then go and show them that you can change and then if it's somebody of status as well like somebody much higher up than you who's like doing quite well in life tells you to change then you go and actually change them and show them that you want to change they might actually respect that and then that can be like a networking opportunity for you that can be somebody who you might work with down the line and somebody who can like be like i really respect this guy 
You know, I want to work with somebody who sees a flaw in themselves and then goes and says, let me change it. Give me a month and I'll show you that I can be much better than who I previously was. And those are the type of people you want around your life as well. And those are the type of people we have inside the group. Everyone's open to advice and people, you have to be open-minded as well. Like understand that there are so many different perspectives on things and there's so many people doing better than you. And even for, even me, like I learned so much from every single person in that group of next gen. Every single person in the group has taught me one thing that I can apply to my life. I've learned so much, obviously from Oliver the most, I'd say, because obviously I speak to him the most, but he's taught me so much that I apply every day. And a bunch of other guys, every single person has taught me one thing and one way to be better. And I continue to apply that. And I, I believe everyone in the group does that as well. Yeah, I mean, even like sometimes I feel like I'm being a bit harsh in the group, but I also feel like it's worth it. Maybe someone says they want to start, like, because I'm doing power washing, for example, and people are like, oh, yeah, I would do power washing, but I need to wait till I save up and buy a power washer. I was like, okay, but do you have a bucket of soap and a hose? Because then you can do car washing. Let you, I just try and help these people, and then hopefully they can make more money off of that. But at the beginning, it's going to be like a bit, a bit offensive because I have to say quite bluntly to their face, no, you're just making excuses but with the intention of helping them. Yeah. Is it like you really want to help them as well? Like you, you want to see nothing but success from these people. And then if they actually listen to you, you're much more likely to potentially work with them in the future because you've seen that. And that's what I was saying before. Like you just want to, people always should be innovating, never settle for being behind. If you can't do, if you can't do something today, go and do something else that will complement what you're going to do. Like you said, if you can't start the power washing business, go and start something else on the same line because you can always you can always do it. If I don't have any work to do, then I'm gonna work for the next week. If I don't have, if I've done everything, which I never do, I'm always working. But if there's, if I'm done everything that I've done, Oliver, I've told Oliver I've done everything, like the group's going good, then I'll literally say, okay, let me prep everything for next week. Let me make sure that Twitter is going to be good next, next week. Let me sure I have presentations ready for next week. Let me make sure the podcast is planned for next week. So always just continue to work and find something to do. Yeah, 100% agree. Yeah. And like, generally, so, yeah, criticism is just good for you as human beings. Because like, in next gen, we have an ecosystem where if you show weakness, we're going to criticize you for that. We're going to say, you need to get that changed as soon as possible. Say someone says, oh, I'm broke, I have no money. We're going we're gonna, to like give you ideas what to do, but we're also going to say, why have you let this happen? Why have you got to the position where you have no money in your bank account? And because like, genuinely, it can, you can lose respect for someone when they say like, they, they have got nothing and they don't want to change. But our group is all about just changing. It's all about like pushing each other to be the best version of themselves. And you know, not only are we just like you know, sometimes criticism can give people the motivation to stand up for themselves and change. But sometimes people can take it in the wrong way because they have no idea what to do. And we're not going to just you know disrespect you. We're going to help you as well. We're going to tell you what you can do, what options there are for you in life, to where you can get out of this situation. And you know, obviously. At, at school, especially at school, there's like a lot of like, most people, they criticize pretty much everything that you will do. But majority of the time, it is cause you genuinely need to change. Unless it's something like racial, something that you cannot change, like the way like your nose shape is, like you can't change these things. So you shouldn't let it phase you. If someone like calls you like the N word and cause you're black, then you can't change that. You shouldn't like, 
take offense to it. You should just realize that this person's just calling me out on something that I can't change because everything that I can change is perfect. See that you're like <clears throat> like an influencer who has multi-millionaire, but he's like a person of color. People will like like Hamza. People will call him racial slurs. People will call him. I'm not gonna say it, but people will call him. You know what? And then, like, obviously, he's at the position there where he has everything perfect in his life. That people resolve the only thing they can hate on him for is race, racial, and it's something that he cannot change. He cannot change that as a human being. So, if you're at the point where people are, you know, they're attacking you for something you cannot change, realize that you everything else in your life is clearly better than theirs. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it, there's literally nothing left to attack, so they're going to attack. And those people, those people are generally not good people. Like everyone knows that if people are people are attacking things you can't control, and people are attacking like your message. So if people attack like the message of next gen, and those are like the people you don't want to obviously associate with. And yeah, that's just I don't know. It's just it's a, like a terrible position to come from. But you just got to make sure that that doesn't affect you because. You shouldn't let it affect you because it really doesn't. Like you just have to know that they're actually just in a worse position from you, and they hate seeing you do put out good to the world. And unfortunately, you will encounter with some people who dislike the fact that you're you are a force of good. And some people may not see you as a force of good, but and that's okay as long as you know, like yourself, that you're fulfilling your purpose in life and that you're truly happy with what you do. Then that hate shouldn't even like get to you in the first place, because if you're fulfilling purpose and you're living a life of purpose, and you know, covering all those purpose layers that you may have, then just embrace it and just be proud of yourself of what you've done, and do not worry about people who hate on things that you can't control, because we've spoken about it. They're generally not good people. Like you don't want to be around them. Yeah, definitely. Cause yeah, if you can't control it, then just these people are just they're just being disrespectful and you, you just you just got to stay away from these type of people because some people they genuinely are just have nothing good going for them and they're just going to be you know racist or they're just going to attack you for something you can't control and it's just a waste of time even giving these people any form of attention and yeah yeah given given all that you've given all that talk so what would you guys say if somebody asks you what's like one sentence you could say to somebody who's just starting out and is getting hated on. What would you say to them? What I would say is, obviously, you no. Know, as a beginner, if people are hating on you, it it can suck because most of the time you haven't received this type of like hate before. You haven't received this type of like dislike from people, and you just got to like most of the time it's just a test. Most of the time, these people are just testing you to see how confident you are in that playing field. That's the same with pretty much everything in life. Say your parents are, you know, they're questioning you on something. They're, they're literally just testing you to see how confident you are in this thing. And if, you know, you show a little bit of fragileness, they'll attack you for that. And you just got to realize to, you know, show no form of weakness. You just got to show that you're absolutely, completely confident in what you believe in. That's just, that same thing goes for sales. Say you're selling something to someone and they hit you with an objection, You've, they, they're, they're literally only just, you know, they may like genuinely think this guy's doing something really well, I really want to buy this person's product. Let's just see how confident he is in it. 
and they'll hit you with an objection and it's most of the time it's just a test to see how confident you are in that playing field do you really believe in what you're doing do you genuinely believe you are a force for good if you do you're gonna you're not gonna hit them back say yes this is the best thing ever and you've just got to have that level of confidence in the thing you're doing say you're you know you're making self-improvement youtube videos and someone hits you with a like a like an objection a little comment a little bit of disrespect they're literally just testing you to see how confident you are you with yourself and with the message you're preaching yeah i think also that's why door to door that's why door to door sales is preached so much it's because um like you're literally knocking on someone's house and offering them a service and for example me power washing if i've knocked on once i knocked on the same guy's door twice in two days on accident and the second day I knocked on it, he, he saw it was my face and he just slammed it straight away. He was not having any of it. Uh, but I realised at that point, it's just like, he's just a bit annoyed. He's probably having a bad day. And ultimately, I'm just offering power washing service. I'm not trying to ruin anyone's life. I'm not the worst person in the world. And then I just go on the next door, you put a new smile on and then just forget about it. And that's, that's why it's such a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Yeah, I think those those experiences teach you, they teach you money making, they teach you being a good person, they teach you with girls as well. So like, it works always. If you learn how to deal with rejection, your game with girls will be a lot better and money making will be better. So yeah, but also, just to touch on the point before, it's like, with like little hate comments like that, I feel like there's this, you know, before you're about to achieve something good, God will like test you with one final thing, like, he'll say like, okay, okay, if this guy's like really the guy for the job, I'm going to put one like final sort of obstacle in his way. And if he's really the guy, if he's really the chosen one, if I chose him to do this, then he should get through this. And that's how I view it as well. Like whenever I'm struggling, I just feel like, okay, imagine I got through this. Imagine I can push through this. Maybe, maybe whoever's up there will see that like, I actually have the strength to do it. And that'll make him like reassure his choice in me that I'm the chosen one. Because having a mentality like that will like push you through anything. And I do generally believe it's true. I think before you like achieve that success, it's like if you're going on a hike or something, before you get to that like beautiful spot where you can look out and see like the whole city and like all the lights, you have to get through that like big climb and that big hill. That's going to be challenging. You know, you may slip a little bit, you may hurt yourself. Getting to the top of that mountain, it's going to be difficult. Like you might, you know, you might lose grip or something along the way, but if you're the chosen one and your purpose in this world is truly that like mountain, that peak, then whatever obstacles you get through, you'll, you'll manage to get through them easily and you'll get through them with a smile on your face. And then when you're sitting at the top of that mountain viewing the whole world above you, you can just be like, yeah, I was really the chosen one and I made that known. Yeah, that's a very interesting way of viewing it. I never actually thought of it like that. But yeah, definitely. You just It's all about overcoming obstacles because if you were meant to do something, you would complete them obstacles. You would get around them. You'd find a way around that like specific point. Like That's the exact same things with people who are trying, they're trying to make money. They're trying to like become financially free. They'll be hit with that obstacle. And if they were like meant to become financially free, if they were the people, they had the mindset to do that, they're going to find their way around that. They're not going to stop until they get their way around that. Whereas if you're giving it to some guy who's been doing it for like three weeks, he gets hit with a with a little road, road bump, 
most of the time they're not meant for it and they just give up they just give up and that's it just shows that they weren't meant for it they that they weren't the right person to you know become because not most of the time not everyone is able to do it most of the time most people are they're just their brain just doesn't allow them to do it but that doesn't mean that that's an excuse to just say oh my brain doesn't allow me to do it if you realize that your brain isn't allowing you to do it find out why and execute that execute that why and then you will be able to do anything because generally if you believe you can do anything you can yeah i also think that if you if you view it that way then you also want to get through it more because you'll be like okay i have like god's on my side so let me just put in this effort combined with like the sort of you know outcome that natural outcome that's meant to happen if you have that sort of idea and that will also just give you the edge and that might give you more confidence to act the way you act as well so i think that's really really important patty do you have anything to say about that yeah i completely agree like if if you're really meant to be like if you're really meant to do what you're trying to do then no matter what's thrown in your way you'll get it done so yeah it's just it's all a test to see if you really want it enough yeah absolutely do you guys should we go through some of the questions that we had on the instagram stories do you guys want to do that now yeah sure yeah that'll be sick all right so who's good okay patty you read your questions first we'll do one question each and then we can answer all of them as well so patty you read whatever question you ask and then let's go through i got someone who said what are some major setbacks you had whether it's physical thing or an issue with mental beliefs good question I'd say for me um, I've definitely had times in my life where I've had to like question am I doing the right thing now maybe if it's with YouTube or something like just starting a small little YouTube channel is it like when people are saying it's weird or something you've got to really question it be like yeah man like, is, is this a weird thing to do because maybe people disagree with you and you've really got to question yourself and when you're having to question yourself can be a really hard moment because you're you're doubting yourself um but i'd say it definitely makes you stronger because then you reaffirm your belief that you're doing the right thing and it means that you're stronger against hate so the same sort of conversation we were having mm-hmm. yeah should we answer that question or should we just move on to the next one yes yeah, move on yeah all right Oliver, do you want to read one of your questions? Um, so Connor asked me, what's the number one thing that motivates you? Um, I'm not sure what he said motivates me because there's so many different things that can motivate me for like a certain individual. Is it something that motivates me for gym? Is it something that motivates me to make money? Is it something that motivates me to improve myself? But let's say something that motivates me to continue self-improvement, to fulfill my purpose. Number one motivator is just if I look back at what I could be doing, if I look back at what other people are doing, I realize that it isn't something that I particularly want to go back to. And it just, I'm at the point now where it's not even motivation. I just realized that my life, the way it is now, is so, 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 so much better than the average normie or the average way that I could have been. Like, I could have been the person who'd go out to parties. I could have been the one that I go out drinking every weekend. But I realized that it's not even that good it's not even that fun and i find the work i'm doing now the life i have now so much more fulfilling like i find it i enjoy the things i do i enjoy hopping on this podcast i genuinely find this fun this is made like 
I woke up today thinking this is the podcast. This is going to be fun because I look forward to this every week. I look forward, you know, to hopping on a podcast and speaking with my brothers. And obviously, not only at the same time am I learning so much from you guys, I'm also helping other people. And I just find that in life so much more fulfilling than, you know, waking up Saturday. Oh, there's a house party tonight. Let's let's get let's go meet the guys. Let's go have pre-drinks, have some shots. Um, oh, then we're gonna go, go go get a vape. Oh, maybe buy some weed as well. We'll go smoke a joint. I find I find what we're doing now. Whereas tonight I have nothing planned. All I'm going to do for the rest of the day is I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to work because I haven't I haven't been working for the past week because I've been away and you know I hadn't didn't have my phone. I didn't have anything. But now I have so much more to do, and I genuinely like. I can't even think about the last time I went out on the weekend to do something degenerate. I can't even think when the last time I went to a house party was because it's been that long and I genuinely enjoy what I'm doing now far more better than what the other people are doing. And it's just about having that mindset to not rely on motivation, but just to rely on discipline and to rely on like enjoying the things you're doing. Because if you do, do not enjoy what you're doing, you're going to give up. You're gonna you're gonna give in, and I just genuinely enjoy what I do. Most people they say they want to start something, they say they want to do something, but it's just about finding something that is very productive with your day, that you're gonna stay disciplined to, such as going to the gym. Last year, I literally went to the gym pretty much six times a week. I would consistently go to the gym, I'd go, I'd go, and it got to the point where obviously, you know, to start off, it's first like two weeks I'd say, is purely motivation, how motivated are you, and once you build up that level of discipline, you find that it's like, it's not even motivation anymore, it's just discipline, and you have, you know, the mindset to realise that if it's not benefiting my life, I don't want a part of it, if it's not going to improve my life, I do not want to be doing it, because what is the, what is the ROI? Think about everything, every like choice you have in your life. What is the ROI? What's going to have the most ROI? Whereas today, if I was, you know, going down that degenerate lifestyle, what would I would I be thinking? What's the ROI about going to the party? No, I'd just be thinking, oh, I'd have the all the levels of FOMO. I'd have everything else on my thing, saying, oh, I want to go, I want to go, I want to go, because all my other friends are going, and it's also the same friends as well, depending. Are you going to be motivated? If your friends aren't doing it, are you going to be motivated? That's why connections are so, so very important. And you need to be in a network with people who are doing things that you want to be doing as well because that will motivate you even more. Yeah. I'd say for me, at least, like, see, the fact that I've been, I'm living, like, how I've always wanted to live. Like, when I didn't have a YouTube channel or something, I always wanted to have a YouTube channel, like, be on a podcast or something. But the fact that I'm doing it now just motivates me because this is how I've always wanted to live and, very lucky and blessed to be here so might as well make the most out of it yeah thank yeah obviously happy to have you but i think for me this will kind of lead on to the next question i was asked but i'll just say like i think for me i've always known that i i have the ability to put out like a good force to the world and like be a good influence on people i've always liked the idea of teaching but teaching my own thing teaching like more about me and so obviously I love that and I love inspiring people. And I mean, yeah, there's like you said, Oliver, there's like money motivation, there's gym motivation, everything. But we'll speak about that another time. So again, it leads into my, the next question I was asked in my story, which was why start the network? And well, Oliver and I will answer, but like, again, I saw, obviously I met Hamza and I saw, I learned a lot from him, first of all, 
obviously meeting my like idol at the time was really cool and when you learn something from someone you can learn a lot and then for me obviously learning from him I wanted to like then sort of you know just sort of do something similar to what he was doing and like really take value from that experience that I had with him and then at the same time I also noticed that there was groups out there but they're all for like older people and I said imagine if you could like make a group of people our age who wanted to make money who wanted to improve their life imagine if you can get all those guys together and create a group so that the the guys who are our age can actually you know start to make wins because all all the stuff you see is all for people who are like 18 to 30 and it's cool to be a part of those but why why isn't there one for you know u18 why isn't there one for the 13 year old who is struggling in life and wants to get ahead why isn't there a group for him so that's why i started it and then obviously that's when i reached out to oliver when i had the idea and then oliver can sort of think about why he wanted to start the group i'll let you say that now yeah so literally yeah get him and patty so genuinely before like i'll be completely honest i joined um the CEO of Testosterone is new Lee, of course. And I realized, you know, oh, this guy's making pretty good money. Jack's making really good money from this. And I just thought, like, oh, I kind of, I you know, that'd be quite cool to start a community of people. And then, you know, I started, I like, tried to start one, but it didn't work out. You know, nobody joined because, I, I mean, I didn't promote it right. I didn't know what I was doing. And obviously, you know, that gave me, like, a little bit more because I started, like, a Discord community and that went to complete shit <laughs> because you know it was free and it just got like invaded by a bunch of people in my school who just like just send in like memes they'd be sending in gifts and it just wasn't taken seriously and i was like okay obviously you know discord is like it's pretty pretty like a, it's just an app for like video gamers and i just thought how else could i do this because i thought when it, what what was something that i struggled with probably the most when I was younger, when I, when I was first starting out in self-improvement, when I first really started wanting to improve my life, and that was friendship. That was friendship. I, I needed people who were doing the same things as me because, no offense to my friends, but when I first started out in self-improvement, it was very, very challenging to keep going because they, you know, they'd make fun of me from for you know not watching porn. They'd make fun of me for going to the gym, and they'd criticize me for these things. And it was hard to, like, because... It was hard to just stay friends with them because they weren't on the same path as me. They clearly said that they didn't want to do the same things as me. They said that um, one day we're, we're out on a Friday. I'm like, oh, I want to go to the gym. They're like, no, 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 no. I don't want to go to the gym on a Friday. Are you crazy? And, you know, it's just like from that point, I just realized like I need, I need people around me who, you know, who support what I'm doing and who are going to like do it with me because it's fun to have a group of friends who are going to do the things that you that's going to benefit your life together it's very like very beneficial to have people around you who will you know do the good do the good habits with you who will start business with you and it just got to the point where i was like i need i need more people i need people who are my age because it's good to have people who are older than you it's good to have people who are older than you who have had been through the same struggle but it's just not the same because you guys can't relate onto the same level. Sometimes, you know, your relatability just cancels out because they're at a different stage in life than you are currently. And I think it's very, very important to have people around you who are in the same stage and you can learn from each other. 
and get through each other's like difficulties through each other's road bumps and obviously my friends now since coming out on self-improvement since announcing it like publicly to everyone in my school to that you know obviously they've realized they're like holy shit why why have i not been doing this why have i been like criticizing this guy when he's been doing something really really impressive and they've like they've started self-improvement and it's good to have them but it was very i like i got it got to the point sometimes where i was realizing that i need they, these people need to change their lives i really really like because obviously with your when you're with friends from a young age like it's very very hard to separate yourself with them and what i done was i was just slowly over time i just seen them less and less and less you know they'd be like oh why are you not coming out anymore i'm like <clears throat> oh i'm just I'm just tired i'm just staying home today and over time you know you go to the parties less you start going out less and obviously it go to the stages where you know you get fomo you realize oh i need to see a group of people because when you're with people it's very very hard to like to not be social and obviously since we're humans we we like we crave social encounters we crave speaking to people and it's very hard to be that lone wolf to be that especially at such a young age because you know we're teenagers we're like renowned for going out and partying we're renowned for constantly being together because at a young age like you really do need to build up them social encounters because say you're that that video gamer who will go out who will not who will never go out who never encounters anyone social he's like a weird like scrawny little geek who has very very poor social skills and nobody just wants to be around him but i feel that like i think I would not have changed anything the way my life went. I'm very grateful for the things that happened. I'm very grateful that I still have my friends and that they are leveling up because that's a great feeling when you've helped the people who, you know, they were once they were once criticizing you for what you're doing and now that you know they're on NoFap. Now they're 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 trying to stop playing video games, but it can be really hard when, you know, you're trying to make money, you're trying to level up and all your friends, you know, they're going out and partying every weekend. They're going out and just doing like use, they're just wasting their they're just completely wasting their time you know they're playing video games they're staying up till 3am playing video games and you know say you know you've been coming off video games for a while and then oh all your friends it's, it's a big night everyone's gonna hop on this new game it's like it's very fucking tempting and it's, it requires a lot of discipline to be like no I don't wanna go in the game and sometimes people they just, they're just at that point where they're like I've, I've been I've been delaying the gratification for a while I may as well hop on Whereas if you were to be around people who, you know, they weren't on video games, they weren't staying up till 3am at night, and, you know, they were encouraging you to, to stay off video games, that's like a group of people that you kind of would genuinely prefer to be around if you're on self-improvement. So therefore, I felt that I needed to build a community of people who, because in your like day-to-day -day lives, especially at a young age, we're around people at school who are constantly like... They're, so they don't know what they're doing they're wasting their time they're playing video games they're overall just fucking around with their life and you just gotta realize that you have to be around the people people who are going to push you to do better especially at a young age because you know we're social creatures and i just thought if i create a network of people under the age of 18 because obviously we'll relate to each other more because we go through the same problems i thought that'd be a great idea because not only you know will i make a bit of income I will also be helping a lot of people and I'll also have people to keep me accountable. I'll also have people for me to speak to. It's not it's not just about, you know, the money. It's genuinely about it's helping my life as well. Like, Paddy, you've helped me a lot. 
you've taught me things in your four tips and I would have not never knew about them before. I genuinely would not have known who you are if you if I didn't start this. I wouldn't know who you are, Paddy, I wouldn't know you, Luca. I wouldn't know you know, I wouldn't know Louis, I wouldn't know Leon, I wouldn't know I wouldn't know any of these people. And it's just I'm very grateful for what has happened, for the things that me and Luca have created. And I just thought that that'd be a great idea, especially, you know, I was just I had that thought in my mind, I went I was like, hmm how could I build this community? And then all of a sudden, this guy that I'd reached out to on Instagram, who we hadn't like, we had, we literally hadn't even like, I didn't know. Um, yeah. I didn't know I'm like just... who you were as a person. Yeah, I'm still on the call. I might come down there in a while. Okay. 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 But I'll continue from I'll continue with that point, I'll continue. Um like just some random guy who to be honest, like we didn't know each other personally, we didn't even like really know each other as well at all. We had literally just reached out to each other on Instagram. And the fact that you had the faith in me to reach out to build this massive creation together, it's just it was perfect. It was all so perfect. And I was just like, Yeah, why not? What do I have to lose? What do I have to lose? And it's just like realizing sometimes when people offer you these opportunities like what you just got to realize what do I have to lose and but what do I have to gain if the if the losses is a lot higher than the gain then obviously don't do it but if it's if the gain is so much higher than the loss you know what could I what if we never start this community what could we have lost if anything yeah. we could have lost this opportunity that we had so we, we had to we had to we had to take action and over time we know we've learned on what how how it's like to lead people to help people but at the same time we've learned so much and honestly it's a great great like thing what's happened and I'm very very thankful that you reached out to me because we wouldn't be here if not so that's that's why I decided that next gen is going to be a great idea yeah I think everyone in Preach. this room can, can relate to that as well yeah, yeah. appreciate that appreciate that bro it's yeah it's crazy it's like if you don't take these opportunities if you don't go out if you don't go meet new people who are like-minded you never know what can happen you never know if you're one person away from meeting my in this case you never you never know if you're one person away from meeting my oliver in this case so just always yeah remain optimistic and that was that was a good answer oliver like you really answered that question well and next gen is a great group and we continue to obviously evolve should we uh go through any more questions that we got yeah Paddy, have you got any any more yeah i had, had one question is like, what do you think about um like your past because i used to go to like some parties and stuff and you've obviously gone through this but i'll just say my point of view it's, it's more like i'm so happy i went to those parties because it's given me because it, it, i when i didn't go i'd always see them like the stories and stuff be like yeah i'm missing out so much but i think it's important to actually go and then see what it's about and understand that maybe it's not for you because if you never go then you're always in the back of your mind like oh it sounds like it's really nice like look at these cool pictures everyone's having a nice time but when you go and you realize that it's not actually it's nothing special then it, it gives you that confidence just leave it mm. yeah no it's, it's true like i do get you know, I've, been, I've been to parties before obviously i went to one recently because it's like a close friend so you kind of like if it's a close friend it's kind of a hard position but obviously i like when I go to parties, it's very different to how it used to be. And obviously, you know, I'm kind of just like, 
it's just that I never really enjoy it, but also at the same token, it's good to um, it's good to learn what it's like to be lo- like to be at a low position, to understand how much you don't want to be there. Like it's that's why you also need to. That's the same thing with success. You need to understand what it's like to be poor. So that you do not want to be there. Like you need to. It, sometimes you need to remind yourself what it's like to be a Jeffrey, to stay as far away from Jeffrey as you can. And like once you go to a party and you see all this stuff that you just don't like then that will like keep you going for keep another couple of years. And I think that was really important. Sometimes you do need to see what other people are like and do it. But yeah, like you said with the photos party, I just wanted to say like, if people are taking fo- that many photos at a party, it means it can't be that good. Like if your phone's out the whole time taking photos of everyone, trying to show that you're having a good time is clearly not that fun. So, you know, it is, it is what it is, bro. But like, no, party's not it, man, not it. What do you think, Oliver? My past, um, obviously, you know, to, to get to the point where I am now, today, I had to go through everything. Everything has happened for a reason. I genuinely believe that. I believe everything has a purpose to it. Everything has a meaning, whether that's a lesson or something that genuinely had to happen for you to become the best version of yourself. And I believe that everything that's happened to, in my life has happened for a reason and it has gotten me to the place today. So I do not live life with regrets. I do not think back on, like... I do not think back on the past. I do not think, oh, I wish I would have done that. I don't like wish anything. I don't live life with regrets. I genuinely just think I'm grateful for everything that's happened for my past. I'm grateful for everything that has happened because it's taught me something and it's helped me get to the position where I am today, especially you know with you. Because if you know that previous thing in my past had hadn't happened, say I didn't have that, you know, say I didn't play video games every day during lockdown say I didn't, you know, have that bad encounter, then it, I, I wouldn't be at the position where I am today. I wouldn't have the lessons. I wouldn't have the story to speak about. And I feel that living life with regrets, wishing that you would have done something worse, is just such a waste of time. And it's such a, like, something that you should not be worrying about in your mind. You should be always focusing about the present and the future. Don't, like, dwell on the future, obviously, because you should really be, you know, embracing and staying present in the, like, state of mind where you are now because obviously you know you only live once and you only live like where you are right now but don't take that quote that you live once to be an excuse to go out to waste your life because that's what most people do they say oh i only live once so they're going to do a fucking insane amount of drugs like you only live once why are you doing fucking drugs why are you wasting your life why are you not improving it you have one life so you may as well make the most of it by not you know, doing all the bad habits by not wasting your life on some form of technology by, or some form of like meaningless degenerate things. You should be living your life with purpose. You should be living your life with fulfillment. And I feel that most people, especially at young age, they get this very, very wrong. And you can either, you know, dwell on your past, be like, oh, I wish I wish I started that business. Or you could be like, okay, I w- you know, that would have been better. F- you know, maybe I would have been in a better position. But I can start now. I can start now. And you always got to be focused on now. What are you doing now to benefit your future life? What are you doing now to benefit you in 10 years' time, in 15 years' time? Are you laying the foundations or are you wasting the foundations? Are you throwing them away? Are you, you know, destroying your brain cells by having a severe weed addiction? Are you, you know, like hurting your body by eating junk food? Are you like lowering your bloody life expectancy by, you know, eating a McDonald's every every two days? It's just about what are you doing? 
Mm. Kind of agree. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, literally, like, taking all the words away, bro. Like, you said it so well. Um, should we go? Any more questions? I have I have a few more. Do we, yeah, we, uh, I can ask. Yeah, yeah I have buddy. Who's been your biggest inspiration? Oh, God, man. <laughs> Fuck it. You're going to lead on to another like half an hour of conversation with that one. Yeah. Um, I'd say, for me, maybe it's like, obviously my friends are you guys. And then also mm. YouTubers, maybe like CEO of Testosterone, Iman Gadji, like Hamza as well. And then like people like Hassan recently. Like, I think really good positive mentalities they, they give me yeah i think i think i it goes without saying hamza number one because i got to spend time with him as well like that guy like proper gentleman as i said this last week but nah every every time i go out and do something with this group or every time i do something good i just know it comes from like first of all me being a fan of hamza watching every single one of his videos and then second, me meeting Hamza and spending time with him, him obviously respecting me, respecting my time, me respecting his time. And everything I do is just like, I'm always, in the back of my mind, I'm always just grateful for Hamza, for the opportunity he's given me and also just being such a big inspiration. And then other guys, yeah, CEO, gentlemen, obviously I like him a lot more because of his affiliation with Oliver and how he respects Oliver the same way I do, hopefully. So yeah, definitely. Those two guys, so proper gentlemen. With, with the CEO, like he's, he's also just quite a nice guy. Like I remember I won one of his mm. giveaways, and then he was like, messaging me for a while. Then like he's on holiday at the moment, and it looked like, I thought he was in the Maldives. So I was like, are you in the Maldives? He's like, no, I'm in Bali. But like, he's always replying to people, like specifically teenage boys. Like he's even like reposting them. Like they got a good physique or something that they tagged him in his story. He's always reposting. It. I feel like he's very connected with his fans it definitely makes a video a lot if you're watching him you're like yeah this guy actually cares yeah yeah and it's that's so important and it's, it shows that these guys are like generally nice people and they're, they're winning right so when you're in a position of winning you want to help the people below you rather than criticize them that's why these guys proper gentlemen same the exact same for arms are like that's why i love them so much and respect them so much because they could easily say, oh, I'm winning. I'm making this much money per month. I have this many subscribers. I don't care who DMs me. I'm going to be the classic famous person who doesn't reply to DMs or, or anything. Or I could be the guy who helps people who actually wants to improve. And it shows that these guys are in it, are more than, more than in it, just more for the mo less for the money than actual for the purpose, right? They care so much about their purpose rather than the figure and the money that they generally will take their time to reply to people. And that's why I respect them wholeheartedly. Yeah. <clears throat> no, for the biggest, biggest inspiration for me, man. Like, obviously, you know, I started off, like, this whole thing due to Hamza. I seen, I seen his video one day, and I just thought, hmm, I actually want to get onto self-improvement. This is something that I really want to do. So, obviously, you know, for, the like, the first chunk of self-improvement, like, my first year, it had to be him. He was always, you know, I always just inspire, aspire to be like him. Uh, like I genuinely loved his message but you know over time as the person who you're aspiring to be like gets bigger and bigger and bigger and you just slowly begin to feel like obviously you know Hamza like he was very very connected with his fan base and I felt like I genuinely knew him face to face and he did an amazing job but over time as the person got like more famous more famous like Hamza has like admitted this he went through the phase where he 
you know, he wasn't spending as much time making his videos. He made them like four or five minutes long and they're like extremely edited. And that slowly made me like, you know, not like him as much. But obviously, you know, I've really like fucking, the guy's changed my life and I respect him so much for that. But slowly over time, you know, Jack, I'll be honest, at the moment, since Jack, like, I'm so like, I could literally ask him anything, he'll respond. And he's like, He's such a warm guy, even like when we're on the calls of the new elite and he'll like he'll shout me out, he'll be like, Oh keep doing what you're doing. Like it generally just just honestly makes me so happy. But obviously sometimes like when you're with people or when you admire people who are like so much like who are very big, that like, you genuinely feel like you're just a fan. You just feel like you're another fan. Whereas with Jack, I feel that I'm not even just a fan anymore. I feel like I'm his friend. I genuinely feel that we he like he knows who I am, whereas someone like Hamza, Andrew Tate, they don't even know who you are. So it's hard to like, it's like a lot like better to admire someone who you know face to face and who actually like knows you're a human being. Because most people they say who do you who do you like inspire to be like the most who like who do you admire the most and you know they go oh they go Andrew Tate or they will go um Tristan Tate or Sneeko or someone who's very high up. But I just feel that, you know, I like them. I like them as people, and I genuinely agree with everything they're saying. But I just feel it's better that I admire someone who knows I actually exist. Because it makes, not only does it, like, make me feel, like, more happy to them, but if, say, you know, you're trying to inspire people, you're trying to inspire people to be better, if you're so connected that, you know, like you said, Paddy, he, resp he responds to you, if you're just like going to respond to your fans, you're going to interact with them. It's like sometimes they won't view, view themselves as a fan. They'll view themselves as a friend. And I think that just, it's like genuinely just pushes them to like you even more. And I feel it's very, very important to be connected with your, not, not even just fan base, the people you're trying to help. Hmm. Yeah. Couldn't, yeah, very well said. I'll ask one of my questions. Somebody said, um, oh, I got one we could sort of answered already, so I'll just go one more. Um, where do you see yourself in the future in 20 years? Um, oh, I'll start, man. <laughs> well, 20 years is a long time, but like, I don't, again, a lot of things will change, but what, in 20 years, I'll be, I'll be like 30, 35. So, geez, that's quite old. But I don't know, hopefully by then I'm living in, Hopefully I've spent some time in Thailand, that's for sure. Hopefully next gen's like, bro, next gen in twenty years, man. Just don't even. It's gonna be so good. But no, I actually have a vision for the group for the next twenty years. I'll explain another time. But now in twenty years, live in like Dubai after spending some time in Thailand. Obviously have a beautiful wife and a beautiful big family that comes from me. You know, have beautiful children as well probably by then, I think, and obviously be like, very supportive, in yeah, so just like my daily life would just be like work in the morning, obviously I'd spend a lot of time with my brother, because, you know, value my brother, having a brother who's like, just a bit older than me, but not too old, so we like, view the world the same way, is really important, and he gets me through a lot of things, so spend a lot of time with my brother, a lot of time with family, a lot of time working, eat well, still train, every day, whether it's Muay Thai, whether it's the gym, still train every single day. But yeah, just enjoy the Dubai life and sort of build a life that I deserve. So work hard and then 
enjoy enjoy and get a result from that work and i don't know i can't really answer that much more like yeah just be in dubai with a happy family working hard training hard and continuing what i'm doing hopefully get a few more like software businesses along the way something like that but that's me i don't know about you guys yeah so 20 years you said that you're wanting to be living in dubai in 20 years time i feel that at 35 that's a very long time and I feel that the world will have changed in a lot of ways. And I genuinely feel the place where I want to settle down with a family probably wouldn't be Dubai. Because obviously, you know, Dubai is so safe. And, you know, everyone's rich there. It's very good for networking opportunities. But for family and, like, to get, like, the experiences, I genuinely don't know if it's a very good place to raise, you know, children. Especially, like, guys. Because if you have a son, he's going to get it all. And what does that mean? If he gets it all, what, what will that mean? So I feel that it's good to put your children, maybe not so your daughter, because for for like a daughter, that'd be great in Dubai because it's so safe. But whereas if you have a son, safety sometimes isn't a good thing because he will not learn like all those lessons that you did for being unsafe and being in an unsafe place. And I feel for me, in 20 years time, my life will have changed very much. I'll be a completely different person to where I am now, especially. And, you know, I'll be a, I'll be a proper man now, 35 years old. That is a very long time and definitely a family. I've always wanted, you know, a, a man's life and purpose in life is to start a family, to have children. And, you know, loads of children, beautiful wife. And I say that I would really, really love to, like, honestly, I went to Italy this time in February and I feel Italy is probably one of the best countries in the world, honestly. It's, it's so perfect. The people there, the landscape, the, the food, man, honestly, it's such a great place and just... I love Italy. Obviously, I have Italian heritage, and my parents are actually generally going to retire in Italy. So, you know, to live close to them, to to you know, to have their grandparents there, I feel there's no better place than to live in like either by the beach or in like in like a mountainous landscape, far away from civilization, nowhere near a city. I feel you know, have a farm, have cows, get some raw milk. You know, I feel that that's just the way that. A man has should should be living because you know nowadays everyone's always you know insane everything's always so fast but if you take you know no technology no nothing you're living in a cabin with you with your, you know your children your beautiful wife and you know you teach them so many like valuable things before you introduce them to the modern day world because in 20 years time who knows what technology is going to be like maybe the world's going to be on fire maybe everyone's going to be crazy because you know there's a new like virtual mindset thing that can like optimize like neural link your brain and stuff like that and or either ai is completely taking over but i feel that staying away from say staying away from technology and just raising them the proper you know original way that we have done for so many years will be the best for my children and the best for me and i feel that's generally what i see myself doing in 20 years probably probably sooner than that to be honest because like i, I would genuinely like to have children at like a younger age maybe like 27 or like 26 because i want i want my my dad from a young age because obviously he he's always wanted grandchildren and i want to have like i want to give him grandchildren before because my brother my brother's at the moment they're they're, they're looking at they're not going to have kids and maybe you know maybe my little sister will but i'm just at the point now where i'd love to give him a grandchild before he he leaves and that's that's why I see myself two years. Yeah, I think same here. Like I'm not. I don't really know how my life will be, like business or whatever. 
Yeah, you can't really speculate that. As Hassan would say, you just got to put in the work now and see where it takes you. But yeah, I think family-wise, definitely, I'd say sooner rather than later. Probably like 25, have kids. And yeah, the white, the right woman's there. Then yeah, it'd be it'd be lovely to have a family and then invite my my own like my current family to you know just be one huge community almost. And yeah, I think that would be a great way to raise children. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I I think I agree with you, Oliver, with the whole Dubai thing. It's hard to answer a question in like twenty years. Obviously, now I have this whole Dubai picture, but I I agree with you in the fact that. Dubai in 20 years probably won't be the Dubai now. I'm saying that as a place like Dubai now is incredible. But again, like raising a family would be tough there. I'd honestly raise a family like where I used to live in Hong Kong because that, that place is like brilliant, bro, and it's good for families as well even. So somewhere like there, Dubai is obviously, Dubai is ideal for like that hustler age when we're like from 18 to like 22, when all our purpose is just like meeting new people, making as much money as we can. But yeah, I agree with you in the case that just live as far away, keep your kids away, like just let them, you know, let them live like a nice, let them have a farm, let them become really independent, let them learn how to raise a farm, also give them a good education as well. And I think that's really important. Yeah. And yeah, that's all my questions. Do you have any other ones that we should go through? Or? I don't. Yeah, I think... It's been, it's been a long episode, but this is like the longest we could go on. It's good to know we still all have attention spans and they haven't been affected by short-form content. Yeah. So you yeah, can sit here for two far, hours. Give yourself a pat on the back because you've done well. Yeah. Most people haven't. Most people, yeah. Most people, yeah, they would have, yeah right? they would have put it in their pocket or they would have been listening to something and, you know, they'd be done by now. They, they would have... If you've listened to this from start to finish, no breaks, no pauses, no nothing, you're doing something right. You're clearly doing something right, and I've well done if you have, if you've you know you've not stopped, if you've not said, if you've sat down and you've listened to this from start to finish, like you're doing something right, and you've got a very good attention span, and that that could be very very valuable. It shows that you know you're you're doing something right. So because obviously most people they've listened for five minutes and then they've turned off. For their last podcast, the the analytics showed that the average duration was four minutes. People watch for yeah. four minutes and then they just turned it off. Yeah, okay, you know what? You know what we're gonna do then? Okay, we're gonna say if you made it this far, major respect for you. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna say a word, and if you can DM one of us that word, what should we give them? We'll give them something. We'll give them something. A free month in next gen plus? Hmm? Should we give them a free month in next gen? What's no, because then they, they, okay, could, yeah, then yeah, they could just skip to the end. Uh, yeah, but no, if you've watched it fully, no breaks, no pauses, just DM me. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll congratulate you for not being a Jeffrey. We'll shout you out. We'll, we'll shout you out. You or something. Yeah, we'll shout, we'll shout you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, if you message the word skeleton to uh, Paddy, Oliver, and I'm I. saying that because I've got this here. This is my <laughs> grandpa's. He used to be a plastic surgeon. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, if you message skeleton to one of us, we'll shout you out, and we'll obviously have a lot of respect for you. And yeah. like we said before, earning respect from people is important. So that's a wrap, I think, for me, man. Yeah, that's it's been a great episode, man. Patty, very very good to have you on board here. It, I'm sure it was a pleasure to have you on board, and I'm sure you know. So honored to be here. Yeah, this will be great for you, great for your personal brand. I'm sure your audience will now know you far 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 much better 
And honestly, it's good to hear your opinions, good to hear you, you know, engaging in conversation. And even though your mum came in, <laughs> it's, it's fine, you know. It's parents, what can you that's do? Us. That's us. And it's us. uncut. It's truly getting to know us. Yeah. Well, it's been a pleasure yeah. to have you um, on board. Any, anything else you want to say, Paddy? Yeah, I mean, you can follow my socials, Instagram, Telegram. Yeah, we'll leave, we'll leave, a, we'll leave a link to you in the description. Keep watching these podcasts. Yeah. Teleford, Teleford. Teleford. Let's go. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for your time, Paddy. Appreciate you coming out. You're our first guest. And obviously, Oliver and I respect you a lot. And hopefully, the respect's mutual there. But yeah, thank you a lot for your time, man. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for coming, I'm sure. I'll be listening to every podcast. Yeah, bro. We'll get you. We'll get you back on board very, very shortly. And then in the next couple of months, yeah, obviously, you'll be completely... Because, you know, a couple of months ago, you were a different person. And now you're a completely different person. And I'm sure in a couple of months' time, you'll be another new person. You'll have lots of new experiences. So we'll get you back on board, definitely, man. And it's been a pleasure yeah. to have you on board. Thank you guys. If you made it to the end, well done. Make sure to, you know, like, subscribe. Make sure you've liked. And we'll see you in the next one. Next Gen Out. Phase one ready. Do the hard work.